Pictures and Baker Street Media present Second Z's Cubed with your hosts Ayla Hadi, Allison Weaver, and Johnny Pinea. Second Z's Cubed is a technical podcast dedicated to critiquing and celebrating performing arts and inspiring the next generation of creatives. All right, welcome back, everyone, to another episode of Second Seas Cubed. And we're all here again to discuss our next topic for you all. And this is the category of other, when we say other arts. Um, and this time we are going with a cinematographer from Spain who is um, Ruben Alonso, and he is introducing everyone in his little video that he made to Xochimilco, which is in the Ciudad de Mexico, or Mexico City in Mexico. Um, and yeah, it's a really fun video, and we're going to be discussing Xochimilco today and the arts and stuff people do there. Um, so that's our topic for today. And I was looking at, of course, with Mexico, you can take any kind of uh, approach to it because it's very diverse, very amazing arts history and cultural history and all kinds of fascinating things we could explore. But I picked uh, Xochimilco specifically because I love their watercraft and the amount of art that they put into that and also the art scene around there. So that was my main reason for picking Xochimilco. Plus, it also has a really awesome nature, uh, natural areas and things like this. And and yeah, there's a lot of stuff that goes on there. So I will not uh, spoil our whole discussion by talking myself. But I think we have a lot that we can unpack here today as usual so maybe not as much as when we're talking about maybe like something like a Stravinsky but we do have certainly enough cultural topics we can explore for days and days so um yeah that is the quick introduce introduction to today's episodes so that is the story so we're gonna start probably with johnny because he hasn't started in a little while so johnny if you could talk to us a little bit about uh well, your opinion of the video and now obviously yes oh, yeah. also been to shoshi miracle so yeah you can share your impressions it's, well, thank you and thank you again allison and hello everybody hello uh, it's a beautiful hello. It's a beautiful, beautiful thing, man. I mean, Mexico's given a bad rap in many places. I feel, but uh, and then and the art isn't like really presented. I think uh, you know to the full extent. You say to anybody, they're going to just come up with you know one of the Mexican directors, or they'll come up with Banderas, who's in Mexico. So. Um, you know, it's just the kind of way it goes. Uh, so, so to be able to witness, I, I was fortunate enough to, to get a pair of boots made there for me. Um, they made me the most beautiful pair of boots. Um, also, of, 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 um, uh, you know, the markets. And they love their mercandos all over the place. You know, it's like I always was like, you can, you can mercando yourself. 
to death, you know, every night, <laughs> you like. And, uh, and, uh, yeah, so those boots walked with me. I walked with those boots for a long time. You know, it was, it was, uh, they were made out of rattlesnake, you know, and I, I bless the rattlesnake, you know, um, for that. But the art is like, you know, very, very, you know, what I love about the brightness of the art, you know, that is used mm-hmm. and, 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 and the, 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 the colors and the textures. I used to have a lot of that stuff of the Mexican stuff and I used to frame it, uh, using zinc. You know, uh, you get the corrugated zinc. And I used to use corrugated zinc and do the framing with that. And used to work so beautiful. And a lot of iconic, you know, the iconic, what does it say? It? I can't say it quickly. Iconography. Iconography. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Iconography. Yeah, too. Bless you. And uh, so they're like, you know, the whole image of Mexico is completely different to what uh, the rest of the world is like. You know, it's, it's yeah. like many connotations. Yeah, many, many influences one sees it, yes. But the outlook towards things is what comes through in the art. It's, it's got a certain surrealism to it that's of its own, that belongs purely, you know, to that. Mm-hmm. It's not, I mean, it's not the same as like when you go like to Peru or whatever those, but, you know, everywhere's different. Yeah, but yeah. The, 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 it is so unique. But you can look at it and just go straight, boom, Mexicano, hey, 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 you know, rock and roll it. I've still got some of this stuff, actually. I think I found it. It went with me everywhere, you know, all over the place. And the most incredible, and everybody, it's like, there are places where people really have large populations, not enough infrastructure, et cetera, et cetera, and people then make a plan. And the high industrious uh, people can be, and, and, and I speak specifically here about the Mexican, of how they are able to use their, their artistry to create. Everybody creates. There's so much creation going on, you know? It's like wherever I went, I was seeing people making things, making beautiful things. Yes. And that's that, that, hey, rock and roll, yes. So, yeah, you know, I mean, to get any more specific for me, you know, the art is very difficult, you know, in, in that area, apart from to say that it's one thing, it's just plain art, juicy. That's my best word that I can give to it. Juicy. Always. It's like just so loud. Yeah, loud. it's the same I want to eat you. Yeah, it looks like a big, beautiful, exotic fruit. There it is, you know. Oh, yes. Oh, beautiful. Very, very nice. So, yeah. that was, yeah, you know, about as sensible as I'm going to get right now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that works. Yeah, it's a beautiful <laughs> place. It's a really beautiful place in terms of there's like so much, so much you can do, so much great food, so much. Um, yeah. So much like you can personalize, you get like, you know, anything made for you. You get art, yeah. you like go to the, you know, get, go down to the nature part and your boat, if your own boat or just rent one of the party boats and go. For a while. Oh, those party <laughs> boats are great. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 
Oh, like just one level. And then you get on there and everybody gets, you know what I mean? Yeah. Really yeah. Happy. What a novel everybody idea. Gets really happy. And then the boat goes, and then it's just divine. And if the weather's bad, then the boat just goes round and round in circles and nobody cares. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes. It was. It, like a great idea for a party boat. Like what a, what a nice way to change things up. You're surrounded <laughs> by nature. You've got the floating markets for food, a floating band with you. I, I was vibing with the party when I saw it pop up. I'm like, that's a party I want to go to. Absolutely. Yeah, and you, you can be it. invited if you just show up. They'll be like, hey, do you want food? Do you want to hang out? So, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes, please. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Oh, no, no, no. It's a groovy, groovy. And, and these things never get, like, really, you know, put out there, you know, for, for people as, as a destination. Yeah. yeah. I mean, just destination, you know, everybody just sees what they see in a picture. So, obviously, I can take a picture and I can go to the most densely populated place that I can find, you know what I mean? I can throw a couple mm-hmm. of things around to make it look really messy and ask the child to lie down on its back or something and look sick or something, you know, throw some flies at it and, 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 you know, take a picture. So that's, that's it. Everybody goes, Oh my word, that's what it is. And it's not it's, it's the amount, as you say, when you, when you look at the region of Mexico, the amount of nature that is there. Phenomenal. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Gosh, yeah. And there's like, people always assume that in Mexico, people are not living well. And there's a lot of people that are living quite well. And like, it's not just Cancun either, or someplace that everybody knows the tourist hotspots. It's like, there's a lot of great places there. It's not like you're going to automatically be like taken away some, I don't know what people assume. It's not like yeah of course no it's, it's like better any if you place. know people before you go but like you're not gonna yeah. be like crazy no, it's like anyway it really is. it's been so specifically it's been sorry it's been so targeted you know in a weird way i don't think it's yeah. not been an obvious thing but it's been targeted i mean come on yeah you know, definitely. um uh, it's, it's 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 never been shown in its true light yeah. Yeah. And, uh, and it has like good uh, money there too. It's not like it's just like very, yeah. animals or something. Very wealthy. Yeah. No, yes. no, no, no. Lots, Amazing lots of wealthy scene. people. Wealthy, well, mm-hmm. and good money there. And you can make money there. And, and yeah. People are people are all happy. You know, it's like not like yeah. kind of, you know, I do say the people that I know kind of always moan about the place, you know, and I always go, what you moaning about? You're sitting on a deck chair with like, you know, infinity pool in front of you and the sea mm-hmm. after that. Wow, are you having it rough, brother? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Well, people will moan well, about it. Anyway, yeah, no, it's interesting because I, the image that we're sold of Mexico is, I think, pretty much benefiting someone. It's oh, it's actually. a narrative. It's very obvious yeah, it's very obvious that it's um, a, a narrative that is being packaged and sold to people. And I think it's just, it bears questioning of who benefits from this narrative because there's so much, like you guys mentioned, there's so much art, there's so much history, there's so many contributions that have been made to this world through Mexico throughout the years and ages. Um, and it's such a disservice, right even... 
Yeah, exactly. Um, and even like because Mexico is such a hot spot um, tourist destination for the United States, but it's always either like Cabo or Cancun and you never really kind of step out of that comfort zone, especially with like all inclusive um, resorts. And there's just and so much. <laughs> exactly. There's so much variety and there's so many things to do. And this video is a perfect representation of that. I loved it. Um, you know, when I first saw the boats, it kind of reminded me of those um, like little uh, buses in India and Pakistan, the really colorful ones. Um, I don't know if like, you know what I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the place is like funny music and it's beautiful the whole yeah. thing like number does oh I love it yeah I I love it too and so when I saw it I'm like oh it kind of gives me similar vibes even though the art styles are completely different but I just love it when people decorate modes of transportation just are reveling in the color and the brightness of it all um i just i i, I immediately saw it. i'm like i want to go <laughs> i would like to hop on one of these boats and then uh hop on another boat and party with um a wonderful family they, they seem just so warm and welcoming when the cinematographer just sort of hop boats um, I think it's also a testament to the generosity of uh, people in Mexico and also like just the communal nature of the culture as well. I was it was so lovely. I It was like being transported to another place and just really being able to take it all in and absorb it. Um, I thought even though it was just like a four minute clip, but there was just so much stuffed into that clip. I think my only, I guess, gripe was I would have loved to see more of the uh, floating farms that he was talking about. I've, what was the name? I typed it down. But I would have loved to see more of those and read more about that, the history of it, because uh, I feel like it would have been such a fascinating topic. Oh, Chinampas, the, mm. the floating farming plots. Yeah, mm. that's what it was. But uh, my God, so beautiful. Yeah. And also because it's so kind of well thought out, you know, if you think about it, with the actual population that it's not confining in any way to the people who wish to sell or need to sell or want to sell. You know, it's, it, it, like you take now the, 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 um, the floating farm, so to speak, the floating, um, like, uh, little, little bed shops. <laughs> Uh, you know, there is where you have a direct, like where it becomes marketable to grow vegetables because you can sell the stuff that you're growing straight from there. Or if you're making flour, whatever it might be, whatever the market is, is best in the market, but you've got a direct sell. You haven't got somebody in between that. Uh, mm -hmm. So so I saw, but then I suppose other guys do supply. So I don't know. Yeah. Mm hmm yeah, maybe Sorry, curious that about was, that. Was me. that. Oh, yeah, you're good. Yeah, you're good. I'm maybe even curious about the agricultural history of the region. I like looked it up and started reading more about it because it's <laughs> like what a what a unique way of farming. Never heard of it before. Yeah, I mean, it sounds like hydroponic yeah. in some ways, but uh, yeah. 
It's like, uh, yeah, there's like so many different ways that people are innovating in agriculture over there because you have such a diverse mm-hmm. uh, like landscape. People just assume that it's like the desert or something. It's ridiculous. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it is ridiculous. The desert? Like really? Because, I mean, like, they saw Breaking Bad. So, okay, all right. Everybody can say, you know, they're always oh running gosh. away. They're running away all the time. Why are they always running away? Well, I don't know what they're running away from. Running Maybe away. they're running away from themselves. I don't know. Organized thing, man. As you say, there's a whole thing that goes on there, you know. But it's like, yeah, oh, yeah. Hmm. We all know about it. We don't talk about it. Yeah. You know? Um, but, yeah, you know, I suppose. It made me realize something also now, I just realized, is that a lot of what I found, people are very open about how they feel. Yeah, uh, I found. yeah. They're very verbal yeah, about how they feel. Yeah. No, 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 there's no reserve, you know. It's just like if I think back and then like I go, like a guy will be going, wow, I'm moaning about it. I'm, I'm sorry, having a bad time. And he's going, no, I'm not having a bad time, I'm having a great time. Why do you think I'm having a bad time? Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's just like, it's just that's the culture of it, you see, and it's it's, it's it holds so much actually that I loved, especially in the artwork. If you look at that artwork, you can trace that artwork so far back, and it's got nothing to do with mm-hmm. one looking at another piece of art, and that uh, actually influences. Maybe it does, but one I've always had the feeling that the art that comes out of uh, the region <clears throat> is so mixed with all the roots that go right into the depths of history, you know, of cultures and cultures and more cultures that have like evolved into what is now the Mexican region. You know, it it is, it is, I think a a mix of of cultures long gone, you know, cultures, if ever, you know, for me to see where I've seen totally, absolutely where I could draw a link to, to ancient stuff, you know, like all the all the way down, you know. I don't want to insult anybody once again because one never knows. But you know, with the the, 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 the whole right down into the like into the jungle and into that the specific kind of looks that certain things have. You know, like Atsik has a specific look in what its its, it's uh, hieroglyphs are. You know, that that is very very definite to that. And but yet it's influenced. And you see little touches of it. Here and there, you know, and in the colorings of like from Peru, say, you know, things like that, you know. Um, yeah, yeah. Everything is like, because this is what people forget too. I think we need to say this in case people didn't study Mexican history at all. I will say it. And if you did study it, good for you, audience. Congratulations. Everyone should remember that Mexico was the main seat of the Spanish power in the Americas. It was the main viceroyalty that where the Virrey, the, the viceroy, lived in Mexico. And they also had a station in Lima. So they had one in Mexico City mm-hmm. and one in Lima in Peru. And those were the two main seats of power for the whole regional leadership. And Mexico was still, though, more important, if I'm remembering correctly. Mm, that's right. Yes, yeah. it was more important. Now I remember my yeah. classes. Yeah, and it was. <laughs> it is and still was and is more important. And I mm. don't 
<laughs> know how to say that, but a lot of the the way it was still is the way it is when it comes to, for example, arts and cultures. Like mm. Lima is amazing for arts and culture. Well, where is the crown mm-hmm. jewel of arts and culture in the Americas, in Latin America? It is going to be Mexico mm. City. True. Period. Yeah. They didn't shut down for the yeah. pandemic, for example. That's how much they love the arts and culture scene. There you go. They, Hello. Yeah. And they're the one of the only people that didn't do any kind of like quarantines and this and that either. But very interestingly. Regardless, though, I it's think a little virus. I feel remember. nothing but a little virus. A little virus. We're talking a little virus. We've seen the things that we need to me. Are we worrying about the virus? Hey. <laughs> Not that <laughs> Mexicans talk that way. Of course, I do. You talk like that. <laughs> <laughs> so basically, like that's the part that always like that's what I always think people need to remember is that this place is like a creative hub of genius like mm-hmm. it's a creative genius location hub of of inspiration of literature of culture of all kinds of things and i had a class with a professor from um university of mexico because she was a friend oh. of my friend who used to teach economics in mexico long story and mm-hmm. then we did a book study with her of some novel and my goodness it was like just brilliant so, like, people maybe have this misunderstanding or this misinterpretation in some countries that Mexico is somehow backward or whatever, but they should check its GDP and they should check its cultural history because it is fantastic. So, that's, oh, yeah. that's the thing, you see. That's the thing. It's been downplayed to such an extent when it's actually the most, one of the most fertile and, like, probably and also um, cultures and, and markets. Yeah, music and art, and there's film that happens there, and like anything. Even though mm, people get very kind of snooty about all sorts of things, who knows? Yes, you know, <laughs> embracing another kind of culture is, is difficult. So I understand, I understand. But you know, looking into that, that what as you just said, as important as let's say would be Egypt. Um, even more so, I would say, going into Mexico, because there, as you put it, there you have your central hub of what is probably the most mysterious, most mysterious um, linkage towards an old history that we still don't yep. understand. Mm-hmm. We don't understand it at all. You know, I don't. You know what I mean? You know, like it's a bunch of guys went in there, all they've seen is, you know, jungle, and then suddenly they build us. What is that? You know, this is like this is oh, that's an interesting shape. Yeah, and they have had so many. They've had so many civilizations as well coming in, and yeah, that's also amazing. Let's all go to Mexico. I, I I feel like every time we finish an episode, I add another country to the bucket list. You just keep checking them all. You know, I'll go back. You know, because Rose, like, you know, we can go to Malta and that kind of thing. And Rose said to me, she said to me, where would you like to go and live? And I said, to Mexico. It's the only other place mm-hmm. I'd go apart from, yeah, the, the only place that comes even close. And that's what I mean by it's a weird thing also about South Africa. It's very similar in some ways, you know, oh. to Mexico. It's like people going to Mexico thinking they're going into a war zone. 
you know, and (laughs) everywhere is a war zone for crying out loud. The point is, is like, you know, I just don't walk into the areas where they're firing. So, you know, it's, it's like, which is very rare. It doesn't happen. It's like, it's not like kind of people are running around with machine guns and things. It's no, no, no. It's not like that. Yeah. That's what you get shown. You don't get shown the beauty and and the, and the, the, there's such an incredible intelligence in uh, grasping things that, uh, from from where I come from, are taboos like uh, you know, like death and things like that, you know, and um, you know the Day of the Dead festivals and all that kind of stuff and embracing, you know, the ancestors mm-hmm. and Let's embracing not Lady of Guadalupe as well. There we go. Hello, hey, hello. It's like you know, if it's going to happen, it's going to happen there. I just go back to thinking how things are so intertwined between Mexico and the United States, even, you know, cultural wise, perhaps people in the United States probably wouldn't really like to acknowledge it that much. Yeah. Yeah. There's like, like even with cowboys, you know, we find that as like the quintessential American mythology, right? Yeah. They were mostly people of color, Mexicans, uh, Black Americans. Those were the cowboys. But when we see the Hollywood portrayal, it's like, yeah. So, I mean, there's just been so much inter, um, like an exchange of culture and such an imprint of the culture here in the United States. I mean, even though it's not really like quote unquote real Mexican food, but like Tex-Mex is its whole subgenre of, of food. Um, Uh And then, you know, kind of when you even go into just like the history of it all, like California, New Mexico, Texas, those were all kind of part of Mexico before, you know, manifest destiny and all of that lovely stuff. But, But you got that exact. Sorry, I, I'm not, not interrupting. I'm just giving a little thing on the side. Uh, mm-hmm. But there, there again, you know, when there was talk about the whole division and la di da, blah, 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 blah. You go, well, what are you going to do with all the text mixes and all the, you know, taco and blah, 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 blah. you're going to like fence that off too? I mean, I don't know. I'm just saying. Because you know? <laughs> like, it is very much a part of culture and, and the embracing that you, but I think we are changed. So radically, I think uh, you, all of us, and I, and and, and one point, I, I, it's, it's, I know it gets presented that America is a separate entity to the rest of the world. It's not, and mm-hmm. this is also once again, you know, perceptions, exterior perceptions of America, American perceptions of outside. All these things are perceptions driven by media. Yeah, mm-hmm. and we've now entered into the age of where the intelligence of population is overcoming the instruction of the media. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if that makes any sense. Absolutely. So you see, so 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 that that the whole shift in 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 our own uh, kind of psyche, uh, humanity, I, is quite radical in the speed and the way it's moving. And it's wonderful because it's becoming more inclusive. Yeah, more inclusive. Yeah. I I think also social media has a lot to do with it as well. You know, there are many ills that come with social media, but it's also been really great in opening the eyes of people to different perspectives, the truth, um, you know, broader visions of cultures across the world outside of that 
lens that the media kind of presents everything through. Um, so honestly, it's been kind of refreshing to see that play out in the last, I would say, like 15 years or so. It's not like a shift that has had effects on real world politics, but just seeing that recognition kind of carry out through these past years has been really, really great to see. Um, just comparing it to my days as a student learning about Mexico in history class and how it was so framed within an American exceptional lens and then seeing that progression happen to where we are now um, it's been really, really great to see. And I hope that it continues throughout the years and there isn't like a regression that puts us back even further. Um, but honestly, this has been really fantastic to, to watch. Um, just like so much artistry and history captured in one four minute fun video. Like it wasn't the, the guy didn't take himself seriously at all. Like even that small clip of him trying to steer the boat himself and he's just like running tap, 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 and just really, really struggling. Um, but he had that gift of being able to convey a lot without seemingly trying too hard. Um, so I want to thank you for the choice of video. I watched it so many times. It was so much fun. Like genuinely, yeah, it was know, so much fun for me to watch. I'll tell you. There's a whole lot as well that you follow up. This before we wrap this section, I have a, one more anecdote about this. Because when I was a child, though though I was born in US, living all over the place, but my father worked with the Mexican consulate before. And so mm -hmm. Uh, this really from my childhood, from my young, 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 young age, we were always exposed to the Mexican culture and and how yeah. that affected me is pretty amazing. And I still have a really big uh, piece of my heart that I can thank them for. Um, and that includes, uh, I would say, like there were some other cultures that I really got immersed in because of my that's working because of different things. But um, yeah, for Mexico, it's a really big and special part of my heart. And it's always my honor to share what I know or what I have experienced. And I hope that our audience mm -hmm. can can really get to know the real Mexico. This is not something like from a Western film. Yeah. Is so much more. It's so rich. And so I'm glad that. So beautiful. There's so many places. I mean, you can travel out of the city center by oh, yeah, a couple of hundred Ks and you end up on a sea resort and you're going, ah, 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 ah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. look at those waves. <laughs> Good you know, it's, it's, it's yeah. beautiful. Yeah. Man, and beautiful. It's, it's just the, and, uh, well, it's a well-kept secret, and I'm very glad because I'll probably end up doing that, and, you know, I'll probably Enjoy. get to the yes. sharks there, yeah. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, so I think Maybe I'm going to go get some Mexican food today. You should. We'd like to thank you for joining us for today's episode. This episode was produced by Alma Pictures and Baker Street. 
Join us next week for the next episode of our podcast. Thank you. Merci. Gracias. Gracias. Danke. And have a great week.